Hello and um, welcome to London Scots podcast where we have a chat with Scots people who have made it to the big smoke. It's about where they came from, why they're in London and what's changed for them in the end. We're not going to solve any mysteries of the universe however. We hope to capture something of contemporary life and have a bit of a laugh along the way. My first guest today in the inaugural podcast is Dave McAllister. Dave, thank you for joining us. Tell us, where do you come from and how did you end up in London? Yep, I'm originally from a small town called Stewarton, which is uh, a place about 6,000 uh, people population, about 20 miles southwest of Glasgow. Um, and I studied in Glasgow uh, at the Strathclyde University. Uh, and then when I graduated in 1997, I uh, headed down to London. For... Okay, and it was the job that grabbed you to, to go to London? It was. I, I, um, I wanted a change. Um, I had always grown up in the same sort of part of the world and uh, I was uh, interested in exploring the world a little bit more and uh, seeing a bigger city as well. So Coming from a small place, did, what did you notice uh, pretty much when you came down? What was different? Um, what was different? First of all, it was, you know, first impressions of London was uh, that, uh, you know, that in some ways it was strangely familiar because it's like a lot of famous cities, I guess New York is another example. Um, you're sort of familiar with it from what you've seen on TV, even you know the evening news, a lot of stuff happens in London. So you get the same sense of familiarity, yet it's a place unexplored as well. It was new to me. Um, the, the Apart from its sheer physical size, you know, getting a, getting a sense of how big it was took a while. Um, the, the other thing was just the, the sheer diversity of uh, what's going on in London. I mean, the, the, first of all, the people, um, people from literally all over the world. I started as a um, a graduate for a reasonably large uh, engineering firm and it took on about 100 people that year and it was people from all over the world um, but also there's the range of things and offer to sort of do and get involved in if you wanted to. And and how was that? I mean I, I know that um, sometimes people can feel a bit overwhelmed by this this uh, cornucopia mm. of, of different things to do and, and places to go. Were you quite methodical about it? Or, or did, you, did you employ any engineering skills to get your way through the social I was forced to it to be London? fair because say arriving as a graduate and arriving with other people who are in exactly the same situation as me you know new to the city and maybe not knowing anybody I, I knew nobody really in London um so that that helped enormously just to you know to find my feet a little bit and begin to get things started um but uh you know I mean it's it, it was it's one of these places where you if you're if you're keen to just sort of explore and uh you know and try things out then you it really reaps benefits um, the, you know, the, there's there's something for every, everybody I found, and uh, you know, whatever you were interested in doing, there was an opportunity to do it, and that's a sort of good good way to get to meet people and to settle in and to make London home for you, you know, tailor it for you. Sure. And how long would you say it actually took you to settle um, in and make it home? I think when I, when I first went down, um, I had it in the back of my mind that I might be down for, might live in London for maybe two, three years, something like that. Uh, and then that'd be enough of experience and disappeared. Um, but within probably six months of being there, um, you know, I'd really get a feel for the thing. I'd got past the initial shock, which is both exhilarating, a little bit terrifying of being in a new place. And it was for me personally, not, not just a new yeah. place, but a, the first time you'd been, you know, completely thrown in the deep end. Uh, you know, I'd always been in the same area before. Um, but within yeah. that sort of time, and probably yeah. in the first couple of years, that's what, but by that time I'd started, um, I wouldn't say getting into a routine, but sort of finding my 
finding my niche as well. You know, I had a you know, great couple of years sort of exploring things and so on. But it began to feel a bit more like, yeah, this, is, this feels like home. And I've been in London for pretty much 20 years now. Um, so it continued to feel like home. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I, I know yeah. we're pals on Facebook and I, I know that you're a great, um, mm. great user of the arts in London. Uh, what sort of places do you go um, to? I think Where do you like to probably get? So my biggest passion is music one way or another. I mean, and part of that is very much going to see live music. I mean, there's loads of art stuff going on in London. You can say, you can see things. Um, I, you know, I, I'm very much interested in exploring uh, things that are new to me uh, for, for, for music, you know, sort of going down avenues and so on. So fairly broad musical tastes. Um, and so whilst I, whilst, yes, London being a capital city, has you know the big names coming to perform big concerts in you know the O2 Stadium and things like that? That doesn't interest me as much as yeah. the things you get in the sort of corners. There's one place in particular I really like um, in sort of northeast London, Dalston, which has now become incredibly cool, but it wasn't always. And uh, a place called Cafe Auto, mm. um, which is a tiny little music venue. Okay. Um, it's all you know, it's live music. It deals with you know, experimental music, improvised music, a bit of jazz. Um, I was there a couple of weeks ago and I saw some Greek music. A guy from Crete was playing lute and somebody else was playing drums. Uh, had captivated crowd. And it's, <laughs> it's these little gems, these little places where you can, you know, mm -hmm. take a chance. It doesn't cost too much because you know, live music is often expensive to go and see mm -hmm. nowadays, but not everywhere. You could, there's places where you can take a chance and it's a gamble. If you don't like it, that's fine. But more often than not, you've discovered something you wouldn't otherwise see. Cool. Now, yeah. 20 years is obviously a long time in anyway life and and um as you stayed in Stewarton or glasgow or, or or scotland your your life would have progressed anyway and, and things have changed would you say that your your identity is, has changed much over those 20 years of, of living, living um, in london i would yeah i mean i think so i mean as you say you you grow and you mature anyway i mean i think my my, my perspective is was certainly broadened and continues to broaden mm. um as I mentioned at the start, that there's such a white, you know, people from all over the world here. Uh, and so it's, you know, I, find, I find that fascinating, you know, the things in common, the things that are different. You know, it's, 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 it's but London, London, I mean, it's a cliche to say this, but London is yeah. quite an amazing place for how integrated it really is, for, you know, culturally integrated. So that, you know, that, that broadens yeah. your perspective. It's also a really great hub to travel from as well. Um, now, first of all, some of the people I met, including some of the people I met when I first came to London and uh, and got to know, uh, I'm still still in contact with. Um, they they sort of encourage you to broaden your horizons, literally broaden your horizons by travelling further as well. It's a great place to mm. travel from, but you also, um, you know, mm. I, 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 I think if I hadn't moved to London, I wouldn't have sort of explored some of the places across the world that I, you know, I've been lucky enough to see. Um, I think my my horizons would be narrower. I wouldn't say it would necessarily be parochial. It's still have that curiosity, but the fact that opportunities are made more apparent when you know they're they're right in front of you, and it's so much easier. Yeah, well, a great description, Dave. Thank you for that. Um, and just uh, it, that the, the place again. in Dawson, Cafe Otto, Cafe Otto, Dawson, no O T O so um dave um mm -hmm. we're coming to the the final part of your of the interview and it's it's um joker app time 
So um, do you have any good jokes and, or, or can you tell us of um, a couple of good apps or a single app that you're using just now that is kind of indispensable? Uh, I'm, I'll give you one of both. Um, a good app is something called Splittable. Uh, sorry, it's now called Acasa. A-C-A-S-A. It used to be called Splittable. And it's, uh, it's a lot of people when they come to London, they house share or flat share. And, uh, you know, a bit, a bit like living like a grown up student in a strange way. And uh, Acasa is a really useful app to de- for just for dealing with the really boring minutiae of like who paid for the washing up liquid and st- who, paid, who out to split the electricity bill and stuff like that. So that's that, that's something that's really worth trying. All the reasons Absolutely. So it takes away some of, the, some of the stress and you might even remain friends with your flatmates as a newcomer to London. Um, as a joke, I'm <laughs> terrible at jokes. I'm going to give you a terrible joke. Um, so what do you get yeah, if you cross a bell with a cow? I don't know, Dave. What do you get Dung. if you cross a bell with a cow? <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Off the top of the head, that certainly <laughs> you can definitely tell. As you can probably tell. <laughs> Dave, well, listen, thank you very much. And uh, as a reward, we uh, like to thank our sponsors, the London Cayley Club, who will be giving you two tickets to any Cayley that uh, you fancy for uh, coming on to the uh, coming on and sharing your thoughts and your interests and uh, your time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dave McCallum. Thank you now. Bye bye.